Hello, this is Matt Barbie with Time for Success, Business Owner Dad's Edition. And I'm sitting here with Mo Riyadh. Oh, did I say that correctly? Okay. Whew. All right. And I was, I was losing sleep on it. Man, I hope I don't see his last name right now. But, uh, you know, with the last name Barbie, people always, I mean, they, they put random R's in it. And so, you know, I try to be sensitive to that. No, but, uh, but yeah, we're here with Mo. And Mo, tell me a little bit more about your companies. Um, <clears throat> thanks for having me on. This is fun. Um, so I am a business owner with two different companies. Uh, I own a Mathnasium, Math Learning Center out in Creve Core, um, 270 in Olive Area. And I also uh, recently started a business to business company called Supporting Strategies St. Louis that we brought from Boston uh, to St. Louis. Um, and then we run that out of Clayton. That's excellent. That's excellent. So you, you actually have two businesses that you run. Plus your family man, right? Yes. Tell me a little bit more about your family. So um, I have two kids. Um, yeah. I have an eighth grader, and then I have a 12th grader going away to college. Oh, wow. It's providing for some interesting talks at night about where she wants to go oh, and why. Yeah. Uh, we can share more about that later. Oh, um, definitely. It's a trying time. Yeah. Um, and... Um, I am uh, engaged to uh, a woman now, so we're, we're planning on getting married. Congratulations. We've known each other for years. Yep, this is my second. Uh, um, the, another interesting uh, point uh, is that uh, my ex-wife and I live across the street from each other. Oh, really? Yeah. So you so, maintain a good relationship, or so, is it one of those, like, you know, you, you egg each other every once in a while? No, she texts me the first thing. <laughs> at 7 o'clock, I get a text from her, and the last text was from her at around 10 o'clock last night. So we... Yeah. We maintain good communication, and I think that'll play into That's, some of this uh, dialogue that we have yeah. here today. You'll definitely have to share that because, uh, it, I mean, what, 52% of marriages or something like that, I think that's a st- statistic, end in divorce. So, I mean, you're, you're not alone there, and juggling all these things is, is so important. So, yeah, we definitely want to hear more about that. So, uh, in terms of that whole concept of uh, juggling and all the plates and balls in the air and all that stuff, so... W- you you've got two business obviously one of them you started a little bit more recently but but tell me a little bit more about uh that that struggle you know is that is the struggle real it's absolutely real <laughs> but you know what you know what's interesting is i grew up on the east coast yeah and and i left the east coast uh, in my mid 20s um and came out to st louis for college and and stayed you know the proverbial got married had children and stayed yeah. But I, I really see the struggle more on the East Coast than I did here. I think the really? culture and the environment is a lot more accepting of wanting to balance your life here in St. Louis as opposed to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if I was going to be an entrepreneur and I was going to do two or three or four businesses, having a city like St. Louis and the culture behind that, I think is really important for success. I don't know if I could have done it in New York City or Washington, D.C., because the expectations would have been different from my own um, um, goals and, and, and expectations. So I think St. Louis was really welcoming to this idea of balance that you're, mm-hmm. you've been talking about for a while. So I, I guess what does that look like in, out there on the East Coast versus here? I mean, what Are people calling you at midnight? Like, what is it? What's the difference that you, you saw? Well, I think two big differences that I see off the top of my head. Yeah. One is pure distance. So <clears throat> when you consider I have to leave one of my businesses to run over and watch my son play football against his rival school, yeah. that takes me 
10 to 15 minutes to run over to that football field, right. catch part of the game, take a couple of pictures with them after the game, and then be back at work. <clears throat> Frankly, that's not possible in <clears throat> excuse me in most cities in the East Coast because uh, yeah. the travel time we're talking about forty five minutes to an hour, so you know, you no longer can do that. I see that oh, with yeah. my brother's lifestyle, and he has a young daughter, very similar age as my son. He's not able to because of the sheer distance from traveling from Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington D.C. out to the suburbs of Virginia. Wow! So the first one is the sheer distance, and I think that the second one is this cultural acceptance i don't think uh, my peers or my boss in the east coast would say oh i'm running out for to watch my daughter in a, in a, in a recital or or my son at a football game i don't think that'd be accepted i think they yeah. said no you're not going anywhere get your work done i mean i'm not saying that extreme but i think there's a there's a perception that you know when you're at work you do your work and then when you're at home after work that's your family time and I don't, I don't see that here in St. Louis as much. I think it's a much more forgiving and accepting type of culture. In, in, and maybe mm-hmm. it's the Midwest. This is the first city I've lived with in, in, the, in the Midwest. Right. Well, you know, I, I, people say that the Midwest, St. Louis, has a little bit more of a laid-back culture. So maybe that's kind of part of it. But some people also say it's a little bit more old school, whereas, you know, East Coast, West Coast, typically they'd be a little bit more forward-thinking, you know, work-life balance, yeah, so a little bit, you know, millennials, they say, really want to have, want to be able to, to have that freedom of going, you know, whenever they, or wherever they want, whenever they want. But you're saying that, um, in your experience, you, you just not, I mean, even with your brother, who still is on the East Coast, you said? He is, yes. Yeah, you, you, he's just not, he, he he's, has a completely different experience than you're having, and you're you're finding more success here in St. Louis. Okay. I am, and, and, and then we do have to qualify, that's... For my age, in the 40s, with two children. Now, yeah. would I be saying the same thing if I was 23, 24, starting businesses in St. Louis? Maybe not. Yeah. But yeah, maybe for, different for, environment. For, for my particular environment right now, it's it's an accepting place to what I need to do or what I want to try to define my successes with. Yeah. It's more, more forgiving here in, in, in St. Louis than I think in, in the East Coast. So when... W- well, let, let's extract that. You said when when you define your 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 successes, or when you're looking at your successes. So, how how do you define your success? What what are some key core areas that you you want to have success in, and what does that look like for you? You know, I I need to do a better job of answering that question, and that's probably why you and I will spend more time <laughs> because you are the expert of that. Um, you know, just superficially. Um, yeah. I would say to myself, uh, if I ask myself the question, is is balance. Okay, balance. Do you have balance in life? So um, it may be super success in one area, not as much in another area. But it's balance, meaning also experiences. You know, mm. Are we doing more That's than cool. home? Are we doing more than work? Um, are we doing family? Are we doing, in my case, travel? Are we doing uh, charity? Uh, so yeah. my... If I can do all of those reasonably well, I would say I'm successful. Now, I'm not doing all of those reasonably well. Oh, I, I would throw in health. I'm not particularly doing reasonably well in health. <laughs> I just got back from the doctor. Oh. And I could lose a little bit of weight. And yeah. um, I could start eating a little healthier because my uh, uh, my blood sugar is up. So, you know, I would throw all that stuff in. And if you can maintain and enjoy all the experiences that are important to you, right. that's how I would define success. And that's I'm, good. I'm trying to get there. Yeah. And hopefully with your help, we'll... we'll will be better well, I, off. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I'm, of course, always willing to help. But uh, also, ironically speaking, you know, you're talking about the health. Well, 
um, on the Business Under Moms edition, which we record right after this, and we'll also do the Facebook Live. Uh, Amanda LaPlante will be talking, and uh, her she's actually got a radio show, and uh, and and she does uh, health coaching and health consulting. So, and then her show is called Get Real to Heal. Okay, so maybe talking to her as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. Need to make sure we we exchange some cards before you you walk out the door. You definitely need to meet her. Um, so I, I I love what you're saying though about all these different areas of life that you're you're you want to be successful in. So when when we when we talk about like success and so you want to travel more, right? What does that look like to you? Do you, do you want to go to, to France? Do you want to bring your kids along to France? Do you, you want them to have the experiences with you? Do you just want more vacations? What do you want there? Um, travel for myself yeah. um, and my children are, are more experiences. Yeah. So, um, so going to places like Tanzania mm. or uh, Dubai or you know, Shanghai or Sri Lanka. I'm just rattling off the last three or four places that um, were in the family rotation. Yeah. But I think for us, it's, it's just experiences and cultural experiences. Obviously, I was not born in the United States, so I came from mm. somewhere else. And so I'm intrigued by other people from somewhere else. Oh, yeah. um, and so that is important for me. And I think, I think my kids have picked up on that and they've traveled the world. Um, and hopefully they'll, in their future, will have the experience of being able to live or work outside of the United States. And so that's that's important. But as you know, mm -hmm. travel takes two things that are very scarce in our society, money um, yeah. and time. Yeah. And so, you know, to fly somewhere where sometimes we do 14-hour flights, um, that's, that's a full day. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a full day gone. And so to balance that with your business and making sure that you can have people in place that can run that for you and you're comfortable right. is, is the key. Um, right. I think, you know, um, and uh, so that, that whole, uh, business that runs without you kind of idea. Right. Right. That as a business owner, we should be trying to put into place. Yeah. So that's good. Um, now when you talk about your fa your family and success there for, for your kids and their future, um, what, what does that look like for you? Well, I, I'd hope I, my daughter, um, as we were talking off air, um, is getting ready to head out yeah. and um, explore the, the college world. <laughs> and um, it's certainly not going to be in St. Louis. She's made that clear. Okay. So it'll be probably somewhere pretty far away. Uh, I'm guessing she'll make it out to California or Seattle or Portland or something like that. Um, Beautiful but, areas. But, yeah. it's, um, but she, both of them, the children excelled academically. And so, not that that's the most important thing, but I feel that that gives them choices. Yeah. So a good college will give them choices as far as work, um, or it'll give them choices as far as uh, she's already thinking about grad school. Um, oh, and okay. so, you know, if I can prepare them for their life, because I'm not going to be around forever. If they yeah. if they get a good foundation and they're they're smart and they get experiences and um, mm -hmm. they make good decisions, then that's my success. Then I can step away and say. A yeah. successful dad. So yeah, in my eyes, that's what it is. Right, right. Well, it sounds like your your eldest is definitely definitely on a good path. I mean, she's already thinking about grad school and all that. Mm -hmm. 
Of course, uh, I do. I do love to throw out there that uh, that's not necessarily the only path to success. Just because you know there, there's, I mean, there's such a need for uh, trades jobs out there too. So uh, another another cultural uh, thing that you know, I try to kind of push against. Hey, don't forget about that. But but I mean, in terms of what you value as a family and what you want to help her to achieve in life, and helping her to build that bigger vision of of what where she wants to go educationally. Ah, that is that is phenomenal. What what um, what are you going to do though? So she's going to be going off to school, fairly far away. You've got two businesses and a younger daughter. You're getting married, so your wife's going to want some time. Are you planning ahead for her in this college experience in terms of how you're going to regularly just at least communicate and, and stay in contact? I mean, you're going to try to go out there and visit her every so often, or I mean, what did, what does that look like for you? Um, yeah, I think that's going to be a challenge. And honestly, it, it'll be interesting because I haven't gone through that experience. Um, yeah. But I, I think this day and age with the communications that we have versus when I was in school 25, 30 years ago, right, right. there's a lot quicker ways to get in touch with her, see what's going on. There's a lot of instantaneous, here's a picture of my school project kind of thing. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm not a, a huge user of social media right, um, right. personally. But I'm hoping that I will develop, uh, that her and I will develop kind of this this instantaneous use of, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> or Twitter, let's share information um, real time. Yeah. And of course, phone calls. But yeah, frankly, it's going to be difficult to, you know, fly two or three hours out. Um, it's costly. And um, I've been encouraging her to go somewhere warm. So if I do visit... Right, it's nice. Right. So yeah. we're looking at Los Angeles. That's good. Yeah, if you're gonna go somewhere, make sure it's a good place to visit on vacation. Is that is that one of your requirements too? Yes, University <laughs> University of the Virgin Islands was a suggestion. Oh, that's a that's a wonderful. I'm sure she a passed on place. it. Yeah, um, ah. and you're gonna pay for it all. Oh no. no, no, no. That, yeah. That's not that's, that's not whole, part of the deal. No, that's a whole different topic of conversation that you could have with your financial planner next door. Right, uh, right, 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 right. You right. have one because right. that's that's that, another chore. You're right. Yeah, well, heck, I mean, who knows what college costs are going to be? You know, I've got a, a 13-year-old, so, I mean, even, was it five years from now or four or five years from now, you know, that's it's, it's kind of a scary thought. It's sticker shot. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, no kidding. So um, so you you have the, the kid going off to college, and you're trying to figure that out. How do you protect that time? How do you make sure you do it? And, and I think it's interesting. Social media can be a good avenue. Obviously, you're, you're an Apple user, so Apple FaceTime. Mm. That's fantastic. So, what about uh, now? You, you're you're going to be uh, getting married. When when when's the wedding? We're not sure. Oh, okay. Not and, sure yet. and it may happen on uh, instant. It, oh, yeah. It, it may happen on a random weekend. All right. We're, All we're, right. Yeah. We're 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 not doing the traditional. Okay. And so it, it may happen on U.S. grounds. It may happen in an airplane somewhere or on a beach somewhere. So I'll, yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, now, is she an entrepreneur as well? Uh, she's a teacher. Oh, so wonderful. She, she spent wonderful. a whole career uh, teaching and um, working with, um, actually working with deaf children. So oh, wow. um, most of her career, and I don't know if she's listening, but um, <laughs> it's been remarkable working with uh, deaf children for 15 years and then on the medical side, helping um, both children and adults be able to regain hearing through medical prosthesis and stuff. Wow. So, um, wow. yeah, it's been an interesting career for her. So you have the added benefit of going into uh, this this uh, this new marriage of uh, being apparently with a, a an extremely uh, patient and understanding type of personality, I'm sure, because if she's a teacher 
and she works with you know individuals with special needs i mean sometimes there's miscommunication and and all that so she must be a uh, you know, uh, a very you know patient, understanding person, which you know I guess should help with kind of the time balance and everything, right? Um, but at the same time, you know, it seems like you've got some some great communication, like you were saying, with uh, your ex wife. How how have you been able to to maintain that? Because for some so many people, that's I mean, they just constantly you know butt heads and go back and forth, and they just can't do that. So like, what what is your uh, what is your secret there? You know, I, yeah, I do wish that more people had that type of relationship because it's it's better emotionally for both the adults and obviously yeah. for the children because you're still a family unit. Um, we are highly unusual because we actually have dinners together and breakfasts together, man, mm-hmm. like fixed, yeah, um, as part of our routine, um, even with each other. And and to your point about um, my my new my fiance, she's extremely um, patient and understanding about that yeah, because she, I think she understands that if they have root family routines, it'll maintain this. I, I'm speaking. Yeah. I think of, is her motivation for it, but. If you do have routines and you're spending regular time, you can maintain that. It's very easy to break a relationship is you just don't spend time. Right. I mean, whatever the relationship right. is, children, uh, your employees, uh, obviously your spouses, your 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 family. Yeah. If you don't maintain regular time contact. You don't maintain those strong bonds. And I think we kind of saw that. And I don't know. She's been great about it. We just kind of stayed status quo. Um, after the marriage about maintaining um, our discipline times out and we have dinner Sunday night out uh, wow. and so yeah it's very it's a whole family unit yeah there oh, 11, 11 of us go out every Sunday to dinner that's amazing um, and and with the grandparents and that's important because that's really our only time for the cousins to get together and then for for the adults to also share what happens in, during the week and wow. so um, yeah, it's been it's been really it's been great, and um, so uh, I'd encourage people to look at that type of relationship if they could. I know it's difficult. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, how, how, yeah, yeah. You know, you you put your own personal issues aside between the two of you, in in an effort to to maintain things for the kids. Because I mean, they they say that a lot of the the negative aspects that happen to to, to children and the, the psychological factors to, to children are uh, in in terms of divorce are actually more so because of the way that mom and dad go back and forth and and their relationship is broken and there's a lot of anger and frustration and and that's what has more of a damaging effect to a large degree than just a divorce in and of itself and it sounds like you've you found a way to maintain all that right and and in your uh, the previous point is you need an extremely supportive partner to right. be able to right. let you maintain that, and and um, you know Carly does, and so that's really important. So it, it you know the stars have aligned, so to speak, for me in, in that oh, aspect wow. of it. So. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Um, so what uh, what other kind of like you know life you know life or business hacks have you kind of found in terms of being able to just find more time in your day? What do you mean by a hack? So, <laughs> you haven't seen life hacks? No. Like half what was it lifehacks.com or something oh, no, like that. No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, you know where it's it's like those little uh the, you know, uh ways that um you're I mean, so I mean some people have talked about some of the things like uh I think last week somebody brought up uh just having somebody else make your meals, right? So, that was kind of an easy thing for them. Uh what what has been kind of like the bi- the biggest thing that you put in place that's kind of offloaded some of um, some of the things that take away your time 
from your family, from maybe even your employees. Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, I think, and we're in the middle of instituting this on one of the businesses, I think it's, um, so the business is just over two years old uh, in, in the, the the tutoring business. And I think what has happened, what's evolved is as we've given more responsibility to the different people, yeah. and I've done this before in another company, um, it makes me not as important so that if I want to like slip out, I can actually slip out because there's policies and procedures and that's people's great. responsibility in place. And that's something we've, we've been doing over, we've been trying to do over the last six months. Uh, we promoted some people um, and then we've had some uh, procedures and policies written down. Um, yeah. It's still a work in process, yeah. but I think that's been allowing me to kind of slip out. And, and the goal is eventually to make myself non-important and just be the guy that passes out candy to the kids as opposed to the operating <laughs> manager. Because that's more fun to pass out candy Right, and to right. actually have to run the business, yeah. so we're working towards uh, you know trying to make myself more um, less important in the operations. Uh, hopefully, yeah. still important to the kids and and the overall um, customer relationship, but less important in running a business. So that that would be a good way to and continue to do that so that I can re- evolve. Well, and I and I like how you're still trying to maintain relationships with your clients and customers. I mean, that's great because a lot of business owners, they they struggle with that concept. They struggle with the concept of giving over reins to other people because you know they feel like you know people are going to drop the ball. They feel like they lose the relationships. So you're saying, well, hey, you know, let other people do the other things that they're they're good at that I hire them for, and I just I'm just having the fun part. That, that's what I want. I just want the fun part. I feel so strongly in that we, we bought another <laughs> franchise that exactly does that. It's, right. It outsources a function uh, of a smaller, medium-sized business so yeah. that the business owner can spend time, whether it's health, whether it's family, whether it's personal endeavors. Yeah. But outsource what you're not good at and and free up that time for you to do other things and, and, and do the, the key drivers of the business, whether it's relationship management, sales whatever it is. Right. And so, you know, my second business is exactly that. It is, no, get rid of what you don't do well. So I'm a, right. I'm a huge proponent of, oh, of, course. of that in practice and in, um, you know, in real life. Yeah. Well, so tell me a little bit more about that real quick. Obviously, uh, we've got, uh, I think it was three minutes uh, left for the show. But uh, actually, I see both of your 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 businesses as, as a great resource because, I mean, as a parent who wants the best for their kids – Sometimes it's hard to find the time to be that that tutor, that mentor, especially if they're not as strong in math. Uh, so, so I mean, do you do you see a lot of people who you know maybe business owners that that you know they've got kids and and they're able to spend more of their time rather than doing math, they're able to spend more of their time with doing the fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I think we fun- we do two functions. One is yes, we we do outsource that time that they would spend yeah. with their kids. They outsource it to us and my staff, and we take care of the kids. The other thing, Matt, is really interesting in this generation, and I'm perfect example because both my kids are also exhibit this, is kids don't listen to their parents Yeah, uh, like the previous generation do. So they no, no longer want to use their parents as a resource. So we, right. we become, again, no, that's good. the place yeah. to go for parents who... They may be engineers, but the kids won't be listening to them. Right, right. Oh, that's fantastic. Because that makes things happen so much faster as well and less stressfully. And you can focus more on building the relationship and getting rid of that stress factor. And then so then supporting strategies. Also, tell me a little bit more about that and how that offloads certain aspects of the business. So 
We are a team of individuals that will perform all your bookkeeping and support functions outside your company using cutting edge technology, but yeah. and doing it outside of the scope of where your business is located. So you know in the background through computers and technology and, and uh, um, cloud computing that right. things are being done for you the way you want it to be done and you've outsourced it to a team of professionals as opposed to having one person come in and depend on one, sure. one individual sure, yeah. or two individuals. So it's a novel way of doing business yeah. um, and uh, we're, we're really happy to bring it to St. Louis. Oh yeah, a little bit more peace of mind in terms of all of your num numerical functions in your business because so many people get caught up, their books get behind and all that. So yeah, so where can we find more information on supporting strategies in Mathnasium? So Mathnasium is mathnasium.com slash Creevecore. Okay. And you can see all the information about the team there. And then supporting strategies is supportingstrategies.com slash st-lewis. Okay. So supportingstrategies.com slash St. Louis. Okay. Well, great. Well, I really appreciate your time today. I, I think you hit some, some huge key insights for our audience and especially about functioning through divorce and having a great relationship there, looking at college and heck, maintaining a better relationship with kids who struggle with math. That's huge. And math in your own business. Yeah. Thanks, Matt Barbie with Time for Success, Business Owner Dads.